0: Greetings fellow Wanderers in the 4th Dimension, this is The great Show in the Galaxy. She's Emma, I'm Mike, and today we're taking a look at Class.
1: Sit up straight in the back and pay attention, it's mm. Class. Wow, this was a weird story, sort of re- leading up to the the release of this. Yeah. I remember we covered this a little while ago when it, was revealed, when it sort of was revealed that this was going to be made in the first place. So mm. that would be back in April uh, of this year. Yeah. And I remember the day quite well, because I, I don't know if you remember this, but it was a lot of buzz about people got into their heads it was going to be missing episodes coming back, this mm-hmm. sort of serious announcement, and then it sort of reminded me of, do you remember that a character, I think it was in The Far Show, who's like, this wife always sends her husband out to go to get milk, mm-hmm. and he comes back and she says, have you got the milk? And he says, even better than that, <laughs> I've got something completely irrelevant and terrible. And <laughs> it sort of reminded me of that, and people go, is it a new episode? And Steve Bopper go, even better than that, it's another spin-off. And people go, huh? <laughs> Yeah,
0: and... I'm trying to remember what we said about it, and
1: yeah, I think mostly.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but I wasn't sort of all that enthused, and having no. just and having watched um, for tonight, we must we might die. Uh, yeah, I think I was feeling right. I'm, I'm sort of torn on it, kind of because right. it does have that sort sort of first episode. We've got to set everything up. Yes. Feel to it, and that's. Probably its greatest thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, Um, I mean, because I think for both of us, we were. Oh, I mean, and then the Doctor Who community, as it is at large, mm -hmm. people just went, "Well, what?" You know, because we had two spin Mm spin-offs and obviously we had this the whole whole uh, drama with uh, Miracle Day uh, from Torchwood. You know, I don't think particularly well received. Not, I mean, obviously everyone knows I'm on the record as hating it. You know, it and I think that obviously Sarah Jane had come to an end not by anyone's design, but obviously Liz Sladen passing away. And I just felt like, and I think a lot of people just felt like, well, you know, they were interesting. And you know, they, I mean, in terms of Sarah Jane, its quality, it, it exceeded Doctor Who in some in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it, it, it was at its prime, an excellent show. Yeah. and tortured it also had its moments you know much more few and far between but yeah um again i it and you know it did sort of show that in principle spin-offs do work of doctor who which is always a thing that when k9 and company failed mm-hmm. um people were like well okay we, it just hasn't got legs you can't work without the doctor and all this sort of thing and i think that that has been comprehensively disproven mm-hmm. um but when they said a third one, and they were saying, right, okay, so it's going to be sort of aimed at older teenage, late 20s, sort of early 20s audience, mm-hmm. um, again, it just sort of made you go, well, what, who's clamouring for this, you know? What sort yeah. of made anyone think it had legs? And, um, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, because I've watched one, two, and three now. Right. And, um, yeah, but concentrating on the first episode, it didn't, really dissuade me from that notion
0: mm-hmm. yeah i gotta be honest i only watched the first episode and that was kind of enough for me right i'm i'm, I'm kind of like with spin-offs anyway yeah so i i feel kind of like bad like talking about this because you know, some, some <laughs> No, I, mean, because... I
1: think it's 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 a, it's uh it's sort of you know i feel like we would be doing it a disservice without it going without some sort of remark. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, because I think that there are going to be people who are Who fans who come to this and will absolutely love it.
0: Yeah.
1: But I think, I don't, I mean, because something that um, Chuck sort of said to me was, um, you know, I don't really know if this is something that's aimed at us. I mean, because obviously we're in our 30s, my husband's Mm -hmm. in his 40s. um, It's sort of like a bit, I'm like, hmm. Yeah. It's a bit kind of like, you know, sort of teen... I mean, it's on CBBC, or not CBBC, but it's on BBC Three, mm-hmm. which is, for people who don't live in this country, it was um, a BBC channel on the telly, and it used to have... And it was actually sort of known for quite innovative genre drama. I mean, because yeah. it was... Um... Oh, what was that show that it start- bloody started with the ghost and the vampire and the werewolf? Oh, Being Human. Yes, Being Human, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. that started on BBC Three blew up huge um there was a drama called the fades which Mm -hmm. is actually i think probably you know the people who wrote this Oh, the people who wrote the fades are tenner because (laughs) there's a lot of that in this it was kind of cruelly had it snuffed out and it it went on and won a gazillion awards it was a very good show so um bbc3's got formed for this and when they said obviously it's going to be a bbc3 but bbc3 is now an online only channel yeah Get yeah, it through iPlayer and all this sort of thing, which all you young people know about, um, and it's going to be on BBC America in the states. Again, this is something I'm not sure how this is going to translate to the states.
0: Yeah,
1: um, because obviously, it's our school system is nothing like high school.
0: No, no, no,
1: no. Um, and this whole thing of the post-16 education, going in and doing your A-levels and the sort of thing. Yeah. Which is, once you do all your main exams, because it used to be that you could leave school at 16. So you go and do all mm-hmm. your big your exams at 16, and you can either leave school, mm-hmm. or you can stay off another two years and do your A-levels. So that's what was called going to sixth form. So yeah. that's 16 to 18. Mm-hmm. Right. So that used to be voluntary. Yeah. Now I believe it's not compulsory, but you have to be in some sort of training or education between the ages of 16 and 18. hmm not necessarily school, you can do an apprenticeship or go to college or things like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so these guys have obviously... This is the thing that sort of got me when um, you first see Ram. Yeah. Because, I mean, I went into, when I did my A-levels, it was a relief because all the people who bullied me left. Yeah. So it's not the thing that someone who's going through do their A-levels is walking past and bashing all the books out of the nerd's hands. Yeah. We were at A-levels of all
0: nerds. Yeah, I mean, he says in the first episode, like, what am I doing talking to you, all you geeks? You're in a physics class, for fuck's sake.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, it seems like the nerdy physics class also. Yeah. Physics plus, like, for the clever kids. Exactly, what, eh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, because things have changed at Coal Hill since we saw it, because Coal Hill, how it used to look, it looked a bit like the school I went to, in yeah. that it was built pre-war. Mm-hmm. Um, it was either freezing cold or boiling hot. Yeah. No, Never in the middle. It was far too small for the amount of people who went there. Mm-hmm. Um, everything was falling apart. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it was. You know, it's just a, a school. It's like the comprehensive school that most of the kids go. Most kids go to in yeah. this country. But now we've got this government who um, want to basically take schools like this and improve them, and they're now called academies. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's huge. Like you know, again, this idea of high school. Or, like a little mini university, like the big sprawling campuses, and you go and do this and that, and the coaching and all this sort of thing that that Ram does, like football and all this sort of thing. Yeah. So, that explains why Tanya, I mean, this whole thing, again, I think it was written by maybe someone who doesn't know the school system here, because I've never heard of anybody going up years.
0: Yeah, exactly. Tanya's, she's what, like 14 years old?
1: So, she skipped two years. She's doing her sats, not even GCSE years.
0: Yeah.
1: So, you know, you're meant to believe that. Tanya skipped in time. I mean, because you hear of people who are like homeschooled. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like, there was always like some, every so often there's like a think of this kid who's gone to university when they're eight or something like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, the child prodigies. But this whole thing of people skipping years, it, it doesn't happen as far as I know. No. Whereas you hear of it happening in, like, America, like, oh, they skipped a grade.
0: Yeah. So I don't know whether, it, because it's, it's going to be broadcast on BBC America, that was sort of like put in.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So, I mean, to be, to be honest, it's sort of when you first, when you're first introduced to this place and you get, you're sort of given these little bits of information and, you, and then you've got a kid who's sort of like preparing for a prom. Mm mm-hmm. well, Which is a, a thing. I know proms are more popular now, but.
0: Yeah, I thought proms were at the end of the year.
1: They're usually like in the sixth I when I was at the sixth form. Yeah. And that's when we left. Yeah. I mean, I know they're more popular now again because of, the, you know, the for America, but mm-hmm. um, it you know, it's, it, again, it's sort of, it seems straight out of a high school drama.
0: Yeah.
1: Kind of not how school is
0: here.
1: No. When I left school 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Obviously, unless things have changed massively, <laughs> it just sort of, it kind of threw me out of it a little bit, because I was like, well, that's kind of not how the sixth form is. I mean, you're going to have to, I mean, did you go to? I did, yeah. So, I mean, when I... When I went into Six Falls, I had a, not an argument about this with Chuck, but a discussion that when I went up, they made you wear business attire. You couldn't just roll up in your jeans and T-shirt.
0: No, never had anything like that.
1: That's just been my school because it was this whole thing of, like, obviously they were trying to prepare us for work. Mm. So we were more treated like we were at work rather than at school. Mm. So we wore suits and trousers and skirts and stuff, ties, proper all stuff. So. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it must just have been my school then because Chuck was like, oh, no, 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 I go and do this or that, I'd go in my jeans or whatever. I was bloody hell. Should yeah. Have... I, I think that was my... your school, yeah. yeah. School must have been. Hmm. Um, yeah, well, because I mean, obviously, I went to an all girls school. They were just sort of preparing us for a lifetime working in offices, which, fair enough. <laughs>
0: hmm.
1: So, yeah, we've basically, now we've moaned about them, now I've moaned about the beginning extensively. Um, what struck me about this was how sort of fast all the information comes at you. Yeah, it's and it's, it's
0: very... Bold. I mean, like you said, it. I've only watched the first episode, so it's got to try, try and set everything up. So it's done a lot of broad strokes. So you've got, you know, the nice girl. You've got the polite new boy. You've got the jock. You've got the, you know, child prodigy. You've got the abrasive teacher and all that. Yeah. And I, I don't know whether it... Because... It seemed like, a, like the easy way to do it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I, I, I
1: get... We all understand that shorthand because you mm. know, living in this country, we've we've all seen a gazillion high school dramas. Yeah, and they all set up like this.
0: Mm-hmm. But I kind of, sort of, somehow I kind of wish they like tried to break the trend. I understand yeah. why they did it, but. Like I say, when we've seen it, like, hundreds of times before, it's just sort of like, okay.
1: Yeah, it's sort of like, how should, you know, what kind of makes this interesting to me when I've seen 16 Candles and The Breakfast Club? Why do I need to see this? Um, So, yeah, it was just, and, well, from what I could make out, um, the other thing that sort of really struck me about this as well, that obviously, because I think, is it a sort of a thing that they're sort of desperately trying to keep the attention of, this sort of theoretical late teen, early 20 person who's going to watch this. So it can't stop for three seconds. It just, blah, 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 constantly, everything, you know, is just coming at you, like, furiously for yeah. 40, kind of, relentless minutes. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, most egregiously, sort of, at that scene at the prom where you have Quill and... and, um, and uh, what's it, uh, April and... Um, charlie in that uh, all just talking about the ho- his whole backstory about this planet they are on and it's just five minutes of like verbal diarrhea mm-hmm. just then going just exposition dump 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 yeah you know, so like, right we've done all that yeah
0: bit. yeah i mean so like i i felt like i could like call all the sort of like twists or reveals ahead of time sort of like so you know when the king of the Vashinorada of mordor shows up and yeah. he says where's the prince <laughs> he says where's the prince and i thought right okay charlie boy's the prince yeah, yeah. obviously
1: he's yachting in sheffield
0: yeah and um when he's after the cabinet of souls and charlie says it's empty. i thought
1: All right well because obviously that's a lie mm-hmm and it's just. I mean, I was a bit sort of put out by this monster who's obviously the Vashinarada's beefy cousins. Yeah.
0: But, you know, if you're going to
1: have, like, creatures who live in the shadows, use the Vashinarada. You've got monsters who do that already. Yeah. You know, the Vashinarada are much more scary. Yeah. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it up now because it's burning a hole in my brain. Right. Um this series i think is kind of like rtd's up and down front to back buffy the vampire slayer yeah there's no two ways around it and you know it right down again to the tropes of like you've got like a chosen one and a watcher mm-hmm. you've got you know the exceptionally spotty one yeah um you've got i mean you know it's and as well, when you've got basically, obviously, because they're sort of teenagers and super hip and culturally aware, you know, one of them directly calls what is in the school the hell mouth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, you can't avoid it. And in the next episode that you haven't watched, that there's a bit where they're all sitting on the stairs. Right. And I was like, that is just like Buffy. That is a <laughs> that is a sort of straight out of Buffy. Wow. You know, it's it's kind of like okay, I get that. You know, if you're fighting evil in a school you, and you've got ounce of pop culture sensibility, then you can't escape. Perfect. Mm-hmm. But to do it so to be so explicit,
0: yeah.
1: And actually, I think in the next couple of episodes, you get the monsters that are in this couple of episodes. I mean, especially the next one, the coach with the dragon tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, that storyline is essentially. Photocopied from another episode of Buffy right at the beginning of the series, like in the beginning of season one. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got the kindly headmaster character mm-hmm. who, like the kindly headmaster in Buffy, is murdered by the baddie, yeah. which throws them into action. Huh. And that's the trailer for episode four. They're getting a douchebag head teacher, just like in Buffy. <laughs> God. So, you know, I understand that obviously sort of putting into a school forces you into certain things and they have to have a nemesis and all this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It can't really be easy, but it's like, wow. I, you know, I, I appreciate that you've got to put your Buffy box set down and do your own thing because if you have seen Buffy, you can't stop comparing it. The two things. Yeah. Should we have a chat about the doctor's appearance in this? The doctor
0: ex machina. Yeah. Um, I was honestly hoping he was going to be in it earlier, um, rather than swooping in to save the day. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, I love Peter Capaldi's little turn. It was great to see him, you know. Considering the we haven't had any Doctor Who at all this year. No, um, we half- Yeah, but it's just I don't, I don't know. It just
1: well to me, it didn't really, it didn't add very much.
0: to it
1: because again he's just there to explain it
0: yeah and besides i mean these main kids are supposed to be the heroes of the story but they can't even like solve the first problem like i say it would have been better if he'd been in earlier it's like midway at least to say well i can't really stick around and help but this is here's what he could do do you know what i mean it's like it's 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 a cop-out
1: it is yeah and to me um (laughs) Obviously, as fans, who are watching this, as sort of, I think because I feel like we haven't earned this. If you see, I, feel, I don't know if that's sort of the right way of saying it, but mm. when they span off Torchwood, it was all set up. So in the main show, mm. you, you know, you felt like obviously this was building up, building up, and then we're going to see like the, the getting the Torchwood series is like the denouement of all that things that's happened, mm-hmm. right? Sarah Jane. You know, with the character of Sarah Jane, it's always been suggested that she's off doing her own thing, so it's logical that she's a character that we should go and follow, right? Yeah. yeah. Whereas with this, apart from this kind of tenuous link between Clara and the Doctor, and Clara used to teach there, yeah. there's nothing more for us to hang our hats on with Cole Hill.
0: Yeah. I mean, apart from the fact that it's been a, a site of a couple of alien incursions, obviously you've got Remembrance of the Daleks and the Caretaker.
1: and But the thing is... Now it's an academy. Yeah. It's not even the same place that we know.
0: Yeah, exactly. That was I was really surprised by the fact they'd transformed it, you know, from this old sort of like yeah, you know, late fifties sort of brick and mortar place into this sort of like multi floor glass and steel Mm. building. And it was just sort of like I, I was when I first found out about that, I thought Okay, so is this taking place like a couple of years into the future or something like it seems so strange, though? Do you know what I mean? It's like uh, considering like um, it's only been, what, a year or two since Clara was teaching there when it was still a brick and mortar building.
1: Yeah, so it's been demolished rebuilt and the kids are back
0: and the surrounding area has probably been redone as well because well, i
1: mean you see quite a lot of it in the third episode it's the emptiest place in shoreditch i've ever seen <laughs>
0: <laughs> but gee, here's the other thing how does this fucking place stay open when you've got so many kids going missing like all the time
1: well again it's that buffy thing <laughs> people just go well
0: you know i've got to go somewhere
1: <laughs> well i mean yeah, again it's like i say it's yeah, but I would want a transfer out of there, like toot sweet. Do you know what I mean? I mean, as well. I mean, because they do play off this whole thing with um, Offsted. I mean, there is an off someone who is a, an Offsted inspector is in the second episode. Mm-hmm. But every single one of these teachers would be fired in a nanosecond. <laughs> I did like actually that was one
0: good bit. I did like about um, the first episode. It's, was like uh, when April's panicking about like, where all the teachers. Turns out the city dealing out all the students who are like thrown up or. <laughs> <laughs> twisting their ankles, so they've got their hands full. That, that was yeah. a nice twist, I thought.
1: Yeah, that was a nice twist. I'll tell you what was the thing that bothered me the most about this series, about the logic of this series. Right. 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 Why did Charlie and Miss Quill come here? Yeah. Why is Charlie posing as a student and Miss Quill as a teacher? I, I mean, obviously they got a lift here
0: from the Doctor when he rescued yeah. them. So, I don't know, maybe he's just he dumped them there
1: but why him become a pupil and her become his teacher uh, why not just lay low uh, it's, it's a later I, episode but it's I, that thing of you know, why <laughs> why expose yourself like this
0: yeah well it's, maybe as if like the doctor feels like he needs an alien or two to hang around coal hill to keep an eye on the the crack yeah i don't know
1: and also the other thing of the thing that always comes up where's unit uh, yeah <laughs> what
0: but well here's the thing why haven't you got somebody like i don't know osgood you know like Mas- there. yeah masquerade and his teacher there just to keep an eye on things that would have been brilliant I would have loved yeah. that, or just yeah. like even somebody representing you. It could be a completely new character. That's fine, but
1: what? <sighs> but do you feel like maybe this was a concept that someone came up with, and someone it didn't feel like it had legs, and it got attached to Doctor Who to kind of make it go? Yeah, I don't. Because we'd like something for the kids. Yeah, but that's what Doctor Who's for. Uh, Doctor Who's for everybody. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> but it's, it's it's still often seen as like a children's program, though.
1: Oh, yes, of course it is, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, again, it's like the question of, who's this really for?
1: Well, I mean, that's it. I mean, when, and how does, if it's a Doctor Who spin-off, mm-hmm. how does it help my understanding and enjoyment of Doctor Who? Because with spin-offs,
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: give and take, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it, the spin-off takes the concept and goes and does its own thing, but then it gives back by enriching our knowledge of the base show. yeah. So how does, I mean, from the three episodes that I've watched, I mean, I think that episode two and episode three are actually better than the first one, mm-hmm. but if the first episode didn't exist or the Doctor wasn't in it, it would really make no odds. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, I mean, I feel like the, the Doctor being in it hasn't enhanced this show. No. No. Fundamentally, this is like a supernatural oogie-boogie stuff happening at this school show, mm-hmm. which, if The Doctor wasn't in it, I would probably watch anyway. You yeah. see what I mean? Or I would watch a couple of episodes of and go, okay, that was fine, and not bother. Mm-hmm. So, it doesn't feel like a spin-off of Doctor Who to me. It doesn't... Like, like you say, there's been no real build-up to it, though. No, we haven't had anything to... I mean, like I say, apart from Clara teachers at Cole Hill, we've had yeah. nothing... See, that
0: makes, yeah, makes me think, like, maybe this should have been a year earlier. You know, when we had, like, series eight and Clara was teaching at Coal Hill, then it might have made a bit more sense and then you could have had, like, Clara also being present or, or something. It's just, it's yeah. too far removed somehow. Do you know what I
1: mean? Yeah. Especially when they sort of explicitly said Clara isn't going to be in this. Yeah. It was a bit like, well,. Okay, so... Okay, the Doctor's going to be in it for ten minutes, mm-hmm. if that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, to me, um, as a Doctor... Uh, looking at the show as a Doctor Who fan, mm-hmm. and what does, how does it, you know, add to my galaxy, to my galaxy of enjoyment about Doctor Who, mm-hmm. doesn't really give me anything in it. As a genre show, it's okay. Again, I've seen Buffy, so... Yeah. Do I want to see that in London in 2016? Maybe it's all right, mm-hmm. but... Talking about the Doctor Who product, I don't think it's a very successful Doctor Who product. No. At the moment, I'm saying, this yeah. is three episodes in. If, I mean, this is an eight-episode series, so... You haven't got a lot of
0: time to sort of, like, make your mark.
1: You haven't got a lot of time to make your mark. And to be honest, if it carries on as the way it is, I think this might be a one-and-done.
0: Mm.
1: Like, I don't know I don't know if I'm sitting down as a producer of Doctor Who going, yeah, our show really needs more class. yeah. Because the people... I think if there's any clamour for a spin-off, it's people wanting to back. Mm-hmm. I think there's still a significant minority of people who want that show back. It's quite, it's a lot more popular American than America is here.
0: Yeah.
1: So, you know, if you want to expand your fan base or, you know, do something that's more related to the series or do something a bit more adult, Tooltrip's right there. Yeah. It's already I, established. Yeah, I don't know. I always I, I kind
0: of feel like the shift sailed a bit with when it comes to spin-offs because obviously you know like we say sarah jane ended up with the death of the Sladen. yeah and torchwood sort of yeah children of earth was brilliant but miracle day just really sort of like bombed
1: it and even then it wasn't entirely produced by the bbc no and it was with collaboration with stars, stars so i wonder yeah. if that's that's what's holding things up is this whole kind of mishmash of bullshit with mm-hmm. stars and all this sort of thing yeah and it, but then it's been, like,
0: sort of so long. When was when was Miracle Day again? Was it 20...
1: 2008 or nine? was it?
0: It was a bit later than that. It was a 20... I want to say 2011. I can't remember off the top I of my mean, head. it's
1: still five years ago, isn't it? Yeah, so...
0: that's what I'm saying, though. It's been such a long time since we've had an active spin-off. Mm. It sort of, like, feels like, okay, why now? When you've sort of, like, got, you know, the BBC's cutting, like, jobs and budgets left right and center yeah and you know you're never entirely sure what the future of doctor who is going to be
1: i mean fundamentally that's the question these are the questions we were asking in april Mm -hmm. and these three episodes and the one episode you've watched i don't think have answered that question no like you say i think i think that the problem was really a bit like star trek it got too big it, it, it hit saturation point i mean remember like in star trek about 10 years ago mm-hmm. there was deep space nine and voyager and films in the cinema
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was just it was like it got too much and then yeah. you know the the two the two last next gen films bombed terribly mm-hmm. enterprise came out and didn't do well and it kind of Ground to a halt because of all of that. And I do wonder if they were sort of like... Same with Doctor Who. We had the main show. Sarah Jane and Torchwood all run mm-hmm. in simultaneously. David Tennant was on every telly all the time. Yeah. And I feel like it just got so bloated. It kind yeah. of it had to shrink back on in itself or die, essentially. It will end up in this Star Trek situation. Yeah. And that's why I think that mostly them just sticking with the base show mm-hmm. is is okay, it's fine. It's kind of like it's a bit like American football in America. It's it's reached everyone it's gonna reach. Yeah. So, you know, it it's it's as much as it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, like I say, I'm still not sure why this was a good idea <laughs> I thought this was a great idea. And I'm um, saying I'm I'm three episodes in and I um I think two and three are better episodes, but I think, as well, fundamentally, I don't know if this is because we're, old, we're a bit old for the demographic, hmm. but, like, the the characters in this, I mean, a couple of them are okay. I quite like Miss Quill. She's quite funny. But they don't really resonate with me. I can't really connect with them that well. Yeah, I mean, Miss Quill,
0: I, I do like the idea behind her. But, like, like in episode one, when she had, like, the speech where she was raging at um, the fashionerada model guy yeah. um which is going you know i am war itself and it just sort of like it didn't feel she didn't feel like she earned that sort of speech yeah it sounded like she was just like taking notes from the 10th doctor
1: hmm.
0: um but i mean the leave us we are decorating bit that was great
1: yeah that was funny and i mean she has little moments like that in in two and three mm-hmm. um which i think so she's by far kind of the most interesting character
0: yeah
1: but, like I say, I mean, so far, while it's okay and it's not offensive and it's, you know, it's an, it's an okay bit of genre telly and it's something that we'll probably have on anyway, um, as a Doctor Who spin-off, it hasn't convinced me one mm. bit.
0: Yeah. I mean, me you and know, then that's, that's why I sort of stopped off the first episode. I mean, like I say, I'm flighty when it comes to spin-offs anyway. So You
1: know, that, you could probably watch episode one and eight and that would probably be fine. If you're just looking at it from a Doctor Who point perspective, mm-hmm. You know, but looking at the, the overall storyline, the Doctor doesn't remember Clara, so it's not going to have a lot of bearing on Doctor Who going forward.
0: Yeah. Um, one other thing I did want to mention was um, it was pretty violent. Like, it is quite violent, actually. Yeah, I mean, the bit in episode one where um, Ram's date gets run through, and then he gets, like, I mean, that was, like, fair enough, but then when he gets, like, his face coated in blood... And then he tries to attack the king of the Bastion Ra'da Mordor guys, and he gets his leg cut off.
1: He should have gone and attacked him with his bloody stump. That would have been funny. He should have gone up, <laughs> like, whoa, hit him with it. Yeah. I well, must say, I, the one thing I was like, when the Doctor to put the new leg back on, I was like, can you just stick his old one back on? It's right there. It's in the hall. Who cleaned it up? Yeah, that's it. That <laughs> Did they just go check it in
0: the bins at the back? I don't know. It's like, what's this? I don't know. Can we use it for lunch? Um, Probably
1: did. Probably end up in the hamburgers.
0: The mystery meat, yeah.
1: But it was that bit
0: where Ram was on the floor, and he starts to move, and he can... Just that little bit where you see the the legs start to separate. It's like, Whoa! Sex and
1: violence, mate, sex and violence.
0: Yeah, it, it's, do you know what? Having, I mean, I've read about, like, two and inter- three. I'm getting sort of, like, flashbacks to Torture with Series 1.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When it was just, it was sort of, like, trying it's, too hard. It's not as egregious as, as Torture with Series 1. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, episode two of Torture with the sex gas and things like that, I mean, that was <laughs> out of control. Stupid. <laughs> um, oh, God, the sex gas. Oh, man, the sex, <laughs> Dang. Hey. <Aye>. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not as egregious as that. Um, yeah. It is a bit toned down from that, but obviously it's a bit like, you know, you've just thought, God, we're not fucking around. Here's a mode of blood, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Reggie. So we'll see how that goes. I'm, I'm prepared to give it a pass. I think it's about the level of violence that we sort of – I mean, it's sort of a bit like, if you're a fan of saying, like, American Horror Story mm. – it's a bit like that, and you say, I mean, everyone, my poor other half is still traumatized from episode one of season seven of The Walking Dead the other day. Uh, so it's about what we expect, I think. Now it's that that level of violence is a bit more acceptable on yeah. telly.
0: Yeah, I mean, I knew this was sort of like aimed for more the young and old sort of teenagers. Like, so I think I was still like slightly caught out by, especially like, like I say, when Ram's legs you start to see it separate.
1: It's like yeah. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, I think that was quite strong. I- I'm not going to disagree with you, but mm. I think if you want to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and things like Westworld as well is, you know, they're hosing blood around the place like reservoir yeah. dogs in that show. <laughs> um, you know, it's 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 a zeitgeist, is not it? Mm. So <laughs> yeah. So you know, I'll, I'll give them. I'll I'll give them a, a pass on that. i um, I mean, I think we will. Me and the other half will probably end up watching all of it because we're ridiculous completists to <laughs> watch anything with Doctor Who on it. Um, so, I mean, I'm I'm interested to see. You know, I'm I'm sort of I'm sitting here going, "Win me over," mm. as a Doctor Who fan, as a bit of genre telly. It's fine.
0: Yeah, you
1: know, it's a bit like you know, the other nine million and bloody other zombie programs that have come on after. Um, <laughs> And after Walking Dead and the 9 million other one robot programs that will come on now, Westworld's been successful. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably watch them because, you know, they're okay. It's a bit like Arrow to me, actually, sort of in that realm of like, yeah, it's fine, but if Arrow went away tomorrow, I wouldn't cry. Mm-hmm. And I'm sort of in that thing of like, blow my mind class, come on. Here I am, blow it, do it.
0: You
1: yeah. know? Get to, the, get to the next level.
0: Yeah.
1: And if you bring that, weave that into Doctor Who and it, you won't you make that work, then. Round of applause to you guys. Yeah. But three episodes in, you know, it, it's not doing yeah. much else for me. Yeah,
0: I'm kind of curious whether they will sort of weave this into Doctor Who somehow. I'm not I'm not entirely sure how or if it would work.
1: Well, I mean if you're gonna make it a Doctor Who spin off Yeah. Otherwise just go and do just do this show on its own. Mm. I mean it never makes me think I you know, does it make makes me wonder? was this a show that, you know, was a script kicking around for ages and they're like, well, we want to make it, but
0: Mm -hmm. we can't,
1: you know, so. folded into
0: Doctor Who. folded into Doctor Who. I don't know. But I mean, like I say, I was kind of hoping for it to be a bit different from what I was expecting. And I think that's kind of why it sort of, it doesn't do it for me.
1: Yeah. Do you know
0: what I mean? I think it's, it was the, the opening episode didn't really wow me. Like there was good bits. Certainly, um, but I just—I honestly, when I was looking at—I was like, what looking at iPlayer for a long time, um, for a good like twenty minutes, looking at the page for like, "Coach with the Dragon Tattoo," and I just thought, do I? And then I just thought, yeah. nah. Like yeah. I just—I just wasn't bothered.
1: I, I think I, I think that's going to be their big thing is if they're going for. I wonder if they're, again, they're sort of going for this whole fold it into Doctor Who because they want the fan base to watch episode one, mm-hmm. right? And then they're hoping that people will stick with it beyond. Yeah. You know, be sufficiently interested by episode one to stick with it regardless of the fact that its connection to Who is quite weak.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it sort of it feels a bit like to me that, you know, this whole thing of Great British Bake Off isn't on BBC One anymore, it'll go to Channel 4, and everyone on Channel 4 is desperately hoping that people watch it, but people watching it won't be quite the same. No i do wonder if it's a bit like that
0: yeah i think that's probably that's probably it i mean like i say i'm i I don't really watch that much telly anyway these days it's mostly like youtube and uh, things like that so you know i mean i
1: think really that's that's the challenge that they're trying to overcome with the young people i think exactly yeah i think Sort of say people sort of 10, 15 years younger than us don't watch telly. They watch Let's Plays, they watch Netflix, they watch Netflix, they watch their favorite YouTubers, they watch, you know, Sprinkler Glitter and Zoella and
0: mm-hmm. people
1: like that. It's it's not telly anymore. Yeah. No, it's not like when I went to school, we were all talking about the soaps or ER yeah. or Sex in the City and things like that, but mm-hmm. we Massive when I was at school
0: mm-hmm. It's
1: just There's nothing It just Because well, you can watch it Any time And there's no such thing As appointment telly anymore mm. And you can You can sit and watch A gazillion episodes Or whatever you like On YouTube And you can watch it Over and over and over again And mm-hmm. you know YouTubers are bleeding Into more things You know They've all Every YouTuber Worthy sort Has got a book out now <laughs> You know It's it's that whole Kind of multimedia Thing I just they, They're definitely Trying to get that Demographic back And watching 40 minute dramas Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't think... I mean, by doing something like this, and, you know, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't do a load of viral bollocks or so, maybe they did, to try and get people to watch it.
0: Well, I never noticed
1: any. I haven't noticed any either. So, I mean, you know, if, if you're a young person who's into this <laughs> and can tell us any different, please do. But mm-hmm. um, um, I'm surprised they didn't do a load of things on YouTube and try and get people in to watch it. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think that, you know, like... I think they're sort of after a demographic that just don't watch telly. Mm. So, or, like, conventional telly.
0: Yeah.
1: um, Yeah, I mean, I'd be interested to see if there's ever, like, a graph out that breaks down, you know, the age range of, you know, people who watch this show and, like, if they have a a thing of saying how many of you are Doctor Who fans, how many people are just watching it because it's something that look interesting or, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just seems very, it seems very odd and... Like we say, I, it hasn't it hasn't really convinced me. I don't think it's convinced you yet. No. Um, and yeah, so uh, come and prove me wrong, class. <laughs> Please, you know, come and prove me wrong. But at the moment, three episodes in, um, it's a fine bit of genre telly. It's okay. I was going to say, if you like that sort of school Buffy um, kind of team, like the Fades, things like that, mm-hmm. being human. If you like that sort of thing, you'll probably like this. But if you're going at it as oh, it's a bit of Doctor Who extra
0: yeah no so anything else you want to mention about class No, should...
1: i think i've complained for 40 minutes straight i think i'm probably good <laughs> yeah
0: okay um so if you have any thoughts about class um you can drop us them into us at uh, greatest show at we have our facebook account at uh, facebook.com slash show podcast and we have our twitter account at greatest show pod whilst you're on symphys syndicated do check out all the other great shows to make war 9000 symphys syndicated movie news there's the new back channel 66 uh there as well simply syndicate does need your support um simply everything is our subscription service you can listen to simply everything that simply syndicate has ever produced completely ad free um we also have patreon paypal and all the great stuff the merch store of course uh, where you can buy things and lovely nice stuff so i think i've sort of mangled that enough so with that being (laughs) said thank you very much emma
1: thank you mike
0: and until next time goodbye